I remember when I was in high school one time asking my friends at Rosary um, what their kind of lunchtime conversations were like. And this prompted them to share me um, how one of the girls at their table would go on and on singing the praises of her new boyfriend, um, just talking, you know, and, and my friends kind of shared about how this girl would uh, just discuss with great gusto uh, some of the most inane things that he would do on any given day. Uh, for example, they related this one kind of conversation. Um, Did you know my boyfriend Mikey ate an apple the other day for lunch? Usually he has a banana, but his family went to an apple orchard, and so now they have a lot of apples around the house. Uh, by the way, my friends related this story. Uh, it seems that my friends weren't uh, as interested in Mikey and what he had for lunch as was his girlfriend. But isn't it funny how in the first throes of a relationship of love, we can't help but share anything and everything about our beloved, even some of the most trivial things. Because even the most seemingly trivial things um, about our beloved are precious to us. And because of the great value uh, we place in them, and because of the movement of generosity that true love breeds in us, we can't help but share them with others. This is the love that the church has for her beloved Jesus Christ. So in love and enamored, the church cannot help but share it with the world. And that is why the great mysteries of Christ's love for us, his great gift of himself uh, that he makes for us uh, in the Eucharist, cannot be contained you know, within the bricks of this wall of, of this church, and so it must kind of burst out of the doors and pour out into the streets. The Feast of Corpus Christi, which we celebrate today, uh, captures this reality most poignantly in the Eucharistic processions uh, that take place throughout every local church throughout the world, and that will be taking place, you know, after this Mass, where um, just this, this that our, our love for the Lord must pour out into the streets, and in this procession of, of Christ's victory on the cross, in which we proclaim to the world the great mystery of our faith, that Christ did not defeat death and abandon us, but that he continually makes himself present uh, at every Mass, at every Sunday, on every day. And uh, he does so in just the most unassuming species of bread and wine in order that we might have life and have it in full. Uh, and so when we process with our Lord, the Blessed Sacrament, through uh, Out Lincoln Park today, what we're saying is, you know, and proclaiming is, you know, here he is, here's God in your midst, here is the answer to your longing and loneliness. Here is the love that will not fail you. But perhaps you don't feel the same fervor of a lover at the onset of a relationship when it comes uh, to sharing about Jesus. Perhaps you find it difficult, you know, to share about our Lord. Does this mean that you have fallen out of love? Does this mean that you never were in love? Anyone who has been in a serious romantic relationship can attest to times in which passion has run dry. But every great lover can attest also that when the fire of love grows dim or perhaps goes out, that fire can be rekindled. The life of every great saint proclaims that even the darkest night of the soul can lead to a brighter dawn of deeper love. 
Their lives are evidence that if you have trouble sharing Christ with others, uh, the mysteries of our faith, you have not fallen out of love, though perhaps your love has grown stagnant. You know, so uh, this is a calling, though, for us, though, to dive deeper into knowledge and love of the other, that we must rekindle constantly those flames of love, our love in God. Because any relationship that just simply, you know, lingers on the superficial is doomed to die. Uh, to dive deeper uh, into our love of God, it takes vulnerability and effort and will. Um, you know, love only dies because we stop loving, not because God stops loving us. The church in this second year of its Eucharistic revival, uh, you know, we've been talking you know, a lot of times after Mass and just throughout this past year about this Eucharistic revival that's going in the church uh, and what the church is trying to do in her great wisdom and what she understands is that um, love can become stagnant. And so she's currently just trying to rekindle the flames of our love for the Eucharist, our devotion for the Eucharist, the source and summit of our faith. Um, but because love can never be forced on another, because it can never be forced upon you, no matter how much, money, time, and effort she pours into rekindling our passion for the Eucharist. This passion cannot be rekindled uh, if her members do not freely will it for themselves. If they do not freely dive deeper into the mystery of the Eucharist and vulnerability, effort, and will. And so, what will you do to stoke the flames of Eucharistic devotion? Or will you do nothing and simply let the fire burn out.